Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello dog lovers and welcome to Dogs With Jobs. I'm Kate Fairweather and it's great to have you with me. And I've got a lovely Christmassy edition for you this December. I wanted to do something festive and then my wonderful co-producer John Wellsman invited me to accompany him and his guide dog Benji to a Christmas brunch. Not just any Christmas brunch. This was a Christmas brunch for the charity guide dogs uh, in the city of London and there were around 50 or so dogs there. The origins of the event were that about five years ago in London, Dave Kent, who you're going to hear from on today's episode, was refused entry with his dog Chad to uh, a restaurant on the Tottenham Court Road in London. And it was humiliating, not particularly nice, uh, illegal, of course, and it got quite a lot of publicity at the time. And the result of that was that the very generous owner of the M restaurant in the City of London uh, got in touch with guide dogs and offered to host a lunch for guide dogs and their humans in the city. And that's what I went along to. And it was an absolute joy. You can imagine that for me, being completely dog mad, being in a Christmas brunch situation with 50 dogs <laughs> was quite special. It was like a republic of heaven on earth for me. Um, but also it, it was lovely and the atmosphere was very special. I think because, of course, the guide dog human relationship is very nuanced. It's very... There's a delicacy there and it was rather lovely seeing people and their guide dogs because it's such a lovely relationship and uh, you could see that and I hope you get that from uh, all the interviews that I've got coming up for you. But it was a great occasion and... Um, a lovely one for the Christmas season. So I wish you the very best compliments of the season, wherever you are and however you are uh, celebrating the holidays. And uh, I will be back in the new year and do come back because I think we're going to have a run of conservation dogs, which I'm very excited about because we haven't done that yet. And uh, I'm looking forward to new things, new year. And as always, if you work your dog or dogs and you would be interested in talking to me about them, please do get in touch. I'll put details in the show notes of how you can do that. Come back and uh, join me for more amazing dogs with extraordinary jobs in the new year. So should we set the scene, Kate? Yes, let's do that. Where are we, John? We're at M in the city of London in Threadneedle Walk. And um, much to your delight um, <laughs> and surprise, you are now in a, a restaurant with uh, around 50 other guide dog owners, puppy walkers, body dog owners, all together uh, in the restaurant to celebrate accessibility. And I have to say, I mean, there's a certain number of, as we were saying, red Labradors, golden mm -hmm. retrievers, tight breeds, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are wearing their guide dog vests. Yep. But, um, but there are also what look like curly-coated, maybe poodle crosses yep. or something like that. I've seen a German Shepherd, yep. and so it's just—it feels very joyful for yeah, someone yeah, who that's... works in the city, yeah. as, like I do. We're oh. about a hundred yards from my office. It feels amazing to be surrounded by all of these people. So I'm Angela, okay, and I'm mum to Zach, who is now 18. Right. 
and Zara, who is 15. So we like Zeds in the family. We do like Zeds. Because who have we got here? And then guess what happened? And then we got, just over two years ago, we got Zach the buddy dog. (laughs) Um, Is that at all confusing? Um, No, it's it's now, at least. (laughs) No, it's not confusing for us, but people think we're quite strange or think that I have memory loss really early, that I'm calling out, (laughs) Zach, Zach. So I'm kind of, when we first got Zach, and um, you meet this whole new group of people, um, and so people go, oh, there's Zach, and I used to have to quickly look at them going, do they mean Zach boy or Zach dog? (laughs) I was always the person in the park... um, calling Zach Dog by his name and my son by darling, darling, because I didn't want to, I didn't really want to tell everybody our story. Zach is not a guide dog. What is he? He's a buddy dog. And what does a buddy dog do? So a buddy dog is for a young person that has sight loss um, to get them used to handling a dog, being around a dog and, and just being part of the VI world, really. Um, they are definitely not for mobility um so for for us it's really helped because zach boy is very friendly as you've just witnessed and likes to chat to everyone and people used to walk away until we had zach dog and now people talk to you because you've got a dog and so yeah we've met a whole new community you know loads of people now we're walking down the road and they're like Hi Zach, hi Zach, even when we don't have Zach the dog with us. Um, yeah, it's, it's been amazing for us. It's really changed our lives. And I think, well, for all of us, um, because then shortly after we got him, um, my daughter became poorly as well. So she, it meant she missed a lot of school and spent a lot of time at home. And he was there for her during the day as well. So as a buddy dog, the impact is on all of you as a family. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think for me... Um, I work from home most of the time and what happens when Zach goes on SEN transport to school, I then take Zach dog for a walk and I've met a whole new community of people. It's um, It allows me to process my day by going for a walk in the morning and then in the evening. Good exercise obviously for me too. And day to day, is Buddy just operating almost like a pet dog in what you do with him? Because yes. he's not got guiding yes. responsibilities yes. like a guide dog would. He's, he's really, he's really acting. When, when he's in the house, he's acting like a pet dog. Um, it's very interesting though because when we came here and we was coming along to from the station, from the train station, all he wanted to be was near Zach Boy. He's very protective to Zach Boy. And um, unfortunately, Zach Boy has quite profound seizures as well. So if he has a tonic-clonic seizure, Zach Dog will not leave his side. Um, so he's, he's very, he, he kind of knows, he knows, even though he is very much like a pet dog, he knows he's here for Zach. How about you, Zara? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like he's just like a pet dog because he just... He just is always there for everyone and giving cuddles and play with him. He won't play with a ball though, but he loves us. He's not, you throw a ball where he's not interested. I think that's part of his training. And how does it, how does having him around, do you do things that you don't, didn't do before? Yeah, like we all go for walks as a family. We, did, we rarely did that as before the dog. We would do it like maybe a few times a month, maybe once a month even. But now it's like a regular thing. I've always wanted a dog, but my dad, he just like, he, he, he's never liked really dogs. 
he, he had cats growing up, so he wouldn't get a dog. And then when we found out he could get a buddy dog for Zach, he was all for it, so it was good to have a dog. And Golden Retriever was always my favourite breed of dog, so it's quite a good coincidence. So Daddy's the yeah. biggest fan. Yeah. That is lovely. So how do you think the day went for you, Dave, and for everyone who was there? Guide dogs are my passion. Guide dogs are my joy at all stages of the dog's life, from puppy right through to, um, you know, to old buffers uh, like me. Um, and to be a part of uh, and to be able to be instrumental in, in putting something like that together and seeing everybody together, being a part of that atmosphere, of, of, of 50 hounds in one place and all amazingly well behaved to bring people together like that with a common cause, with a common interest, with a common passion um, was, was just fantastic. And one of the joys of, of being, being a long-term guide dog handler and, and appreciating the, 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 the love and the support that they can give people at all levels, um, from from volunteers, uh, puppy raisers, right through to ambassador dog handlers, uh, and and all points between. So just, you know, to 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 be a part of that celebration, kicked the season off for me really, and the food was amazing. What's important to say is that Martin Williams sets. A fantastic example and if Martin can do it with with you know 50 dogs in a restaurant I think that's a statement in itself right I'm with Tim Mack and I've noticed from your guide dogs jacket that your dog is an ambassador dog that's right well we rehomed him when he was two during lockdown and we've been boarding dogs for over 10 years boarding and fostering for over 10 years and we do fundraising and speaker visits. Uh, speaker visit, as long as I take Upton, it goes well. And as a result, we applied to be an ambassador dog partnership. And to do that, we had to do uh, a training course and then provide a lot of details about, particularly Upton, and we had to film ourselves doing various things to show that we would be a good ambassadors for guide dogs wherever and whenever we might be. So how much work does Upton do as an ambassador dog? How many visits might he do? I think we probably do between 12 and 20 a year. Um, but usually it's schools, but we've done other things like WIs and we help with the uh, corporate team coming to City of London events. So we've done quite a few uh, near here. Uh, I mean, I think on a sort of less formal level, when we're collecting money, uh, either sort of street collections or when we go to businesses who are looking after life-size dogs and countertop boxes, I always take the dog with me. And so he gets to know the people in the businesses. And we've got one in particular who always keeps treats in the drawer for when he turns up. So when he turns up, he knows exactly which drawer to go to. 
So he's almost got a, a beat, really, I guess, with his work. Very much so. Uh, he really does recognise the places that he goes to. Because, of course, as, a, as he's not a guide dog, most uh, retail outlets he can't go into. Uh, but the ones where we collect clearly are very happy to have him visit. So I think he's got the impression that any time he's allowed into a shop, he gets a treat. <laughs> Uh, which is quite difficult if we go... Happy shopper, then. Yeah, very happy shopper, yes. Yeah. OK. I, I was saying it was a fantastic event, but what what did you think about it? What did, what, what did you feel? Do you know, I loved it. And the thing that I found slightly surreal was it was about 300 yards from the office that I work in, in London, right in the middle of the city. And I've been to that restaurant before in my working life um, in a suit, suited and booted. When I walked in on the third, I turned right into the bar and I had that very surreal feeling of you know, like being in a dream where <laughs> there were all these dogs in this city kind of place. And they were, as you said, they were so well behaved and it was so easy and such a lovely atmosphere that it kind of took my breath away. And then we moved on into the restaurant itself and we're all sitting at the various different tables. Um, but what struck me is that when you have a group of dogs that are so beautifully behaved and so beautifully trained, that's the key to making it incredibly easy for absolutely everyone. Because you could see the staff were loving it. I was loving it. And the whole atmosphere had a wonderful festive feel, but also a kind of rather relaxed feel as well, which I put down to the dogs. And there was this definite sense of a synthesis between that collective uh, dog and human, you know, um, everybody together in in close proximity. It was yeah. it was just wonderful. Yeah. That generation, that generated feeling. It's like the relationship between all of you who handle guide dogs and your dogs is to my eye and while I was sitting there I, I couldn't help noticing it's more nuanced it's more of a of a partnership and a pairing than those of us with our most adored pets it's a different relationship and it didn't feel like we were 50 people and 50 dogs it kind of felt like we were almost like a convivial crowd of I don't know a hundred people so it was just had a different flavor um, but the thing that marked it out for me was how relaxed it was alongside being celebratory because uh, I'm accustomed to seeing dogs barking at other dogs or having a bit of a grizzle you know if you walk into a cafe where pet dogs are and it, it was so easy that um, it must have been very easy for the restaurant and certainly I thought all the serving staff who were so good natured and lovely uh, looked to me as though they were thoroughly enjoying it too. So win, win, win all round, I thought, and it was just a lovely day and I was totally psyched to be there. So thank you for having me. I would just totally concur with what you said. The staff were, were just amazing and uh, they were so attentive and they weren't phased by that amount of vision impaired people um in because they've never done anything like that in their life i would guess you know um moving about and catering and interacting with people on such a relaxed level it it was absolutely brilliant so uh, i mean a massive 
a massive, massive thanks to everybody that came and who um, put the work in with their dogs. Everybody from puppy raisers right through to uh, right through to ambassador dogs and all points between. Well done uh, and uh, for making it such a brilliant occasion. And I look forward to doing it again with Martin. Which is your dog? This is Errol. Errol. And what a great name. Errol is 11 and a half months. Okay. And, and the one you're holding, who isn't your dog? Dylan. And he is seven and a bit, seven and a bit months. And are you a regular puppy walker slash trainer? I am indeed. This is number five. What do you do with your puppy? If we go anywhere, we take them with us. So if you go to the dentist, they come. If you go to church, they come. If you're going down to school to pick the grandkids up, they come. And we do the basics, walk them, give them introductions to everything, check out free runs. How long is the puppy working, the walking period? Like how, when, how old are they when they come to you and how old when they leave, typically? Typically seven to eight weeks and the boys about 13 to 14 months. The girls, of course, it's when they've had their season and need to be spayed. So the girls are a bit harder to say to you. So most of them are Labradors, Labrador Goldies, um, German Shepherd Goldies, uh, Labradoodles, so it's a Poodle and a Goldie, uh, pure Goldies, pure Labs. Do you notice differences between the different breeds? No, every puppy is different. I wouldn't say the breeds make a difference, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's just the puppy. Any difference between the sexes? No. Absolutely. If you get a naughty one, you get a naughty one. If you get a good one, you get a good one. And, you know, it's, it's like us. You know, like humans, we're, we're not the same and um, they're not. Yes, I know, I'm feeding you like mad, young man. So he's getting his... Um, guide dogs provide all of their food, all of their vets, all of their worming, all of their flea treatment. Um, basically, you provide treats, poo bags, okay. toys. So you can spend what you want, actually. And we all spend far too much. <laughs> all spelt rotten. And how did you fall into puppy walking? had my lung out 26 years ago and they told me I'd got to walk when our own dogs passed away my husband and I both thought that if we get another puppy that's going to be 14 and there was an advert in the local paper so so very accidental not particularly planned no but absolutely brilliant because you get them and yes you do cry when they go and yes you do get attached and it's really enjoyable you meet so many friends go to so many places I mean look at today you know so you'd recommend it absolutely absolutely fun job to do thank you so much happy christmas happy christmas to us all shine radio is the home of doorstep carols in petersfield i'm joff lacy and i'm claire venice we'll be bringing you petersfield's favorite christmas carols from our doorstep to yours We all know the tunes. But if you don't know them, we've got the handy pullout on the website, shineradio.uk. One of my favourite things this time of year, Joff, is singing carols. The first two words just get you in the mood, don't they? Ding dong. Doorstep carols. Sing along with the radio Wednesday night at six. (laughs) 